Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Woohoo! Tommy, I'm so fucking sick of doing the intro. Can't you one day say, hi, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast? I didn't know I was allowed. Uh, you know what? I'm going to out you right now. I'm going to out you right now because this isn't a fake show. All right, I'm teasing. I've asked you uh, before we tape all the time, do you feel like doing that? And you say no every time. So you know you're allowed to. You're just being a phony fuck. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. This is Tommy with Kathy with a K. Yeah, I like that Kathy with a K. I'm so sick of Kathy K as a name. Yeah. Yeah, I really am. Um, so Tommy, I didn't tell you this, but we have a, a girl today calling it and I'm very excited. Oh, give the um, email address of where people could call because we want people to call in. I mean, we post on Craigslist. We post on Backpage. You can follow um, us on a, Twitter, mm-hmm. on Strict Anonymous. But on also Twitter. tell them where to email their problems. Uh, mm, that is a strange one, huh? You <laughs> that even wasn't you know what that wasn't even a test. Okay, d- email us at if you have a problem you want to you know discuss or be on our show. We welcome all and everyone and everything. It's and, okay, and and you can follow us right. You can get on a podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Welcome. You are you're not even listening. Welcome I said to, to, to welcome send to in, the show <laughs> to send in. How are you today? <laughs> to send in. Your problem, email us at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail. Listen in, Tommy, yes. at gmail.com. Strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. That's a, that's a good one. And you can go on your iPhone and go to podcasts and, and subs- find us and yeah. subscribe to our show. Yeah. Please subscribe. Yeah. We and listen you. to all our shows. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're getting good people calling in now. Um, okay. So, I have a girl named Mary. She's out on ex dominatrix. Uh, basically, this is her problem. She said, basically. Basically, I used to be really involved in the fetish scene and mostly have dated male submissives. She was a dominatrix. Now, as I'm getting older and trying to be in the vanilla dating world, it's hard for me to relate to normal men, and I usually hurt their feelings. I guess she's used to hurting other things. Yeah. And now getting, she just and hurts their feelings. And getting paid for it. Yeah. I have a, hard time, um, have a hard time understanding that men are sensitive. Every guy I date initially thinks I'm amazing, then weeks later thinks I'm a cunt on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> how sensitive. can how can I stop scaring them away without being phony? 
She had another question and she didn't know which one she should ask. I'm going to out her second question because I believe that they're both connected. Her other problem is after a long-term relationship that seemed perfect, there was a fidelity issues that she found out about. I guess she caught her guy cheating. And it's been three years and I can't bring myself to look at anyone as a potential mate. I have a hard time believing that any man can be faithful, so it's completely stopped me from being close to anyone. How does one come back from being cheated on without blindly just getting cheated on again? So like, you know, like, duh, like she's sitting here wondering what guys think she's a cunt. And then she's saying she can't ever see anyone as a mate. So I feel like we've she's solved like, this whole problem. We don't even need to talk to her. Okay. <laughs> Solve it. She's no, a man hater. Yeah, because someone cheated on her. But the dominatrix thing. So we have a lot to discuss with her. Okay. Um, I have more questions about like the guys and what she would do to them and what they were like. You know, I always wonder what type of guy sort of, because they say like it's always like the really successful ones that are very domineering in their regular yeah. life and then they want to go and get, you know, I don't know, stabbed in the nipples by a girl like yeah, in like private. Like me, I want to go to a place where I can just absolutely beat the, not beat, but dominate a woman right now. That's how I feel. Why? Are you having a fight with your wife? Oh, you hate your wife and I you- I love my wife. No, tell the truth. She's not listening. No, 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 no. I love my wife. So who, why do you hate women? I don't hate women. So why do you want to beat up a girl? Just to get in it In private. Out. Just to get it out. No, it's... <laughs> tell the truth. Communication. Right, and you guys are having communication problems at home? Be Sometimes. honest. This I is am. what we're here for. Well, if you let me fucking answer, okay. I will be honest. Okay. Instead of interrupting me. Okay, you're right. Okay. It is a big flaw of mine. Thank it you for It is a huge flaw of you. <laughs> maybe this dominatrix can lend us a ball gag. <laughs> or maybe I should be a dominatrix. Shove something in your mouth. <laughs> So anyway, yes. no, it's all it's communication, you know, and, and and it's not a man and a woman, woman and woman. It's it's the fact when you live with somebody, it's human beings, and when you're with them twenty four seven. Oh, torture! It's torture. It's so hard. I know. I believe in how. I believe in. Remember the lat relationships, living apart together. I want a house right next door to someone, or an apartment next door not with that. a I with a door that opens and I closes. I think there be, should be some universally accepted, like separate vacations. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, I really think I think we have it all. I think that marriage the way they have it is so wrong and retarded. I really do. Living together in one place mm -mm. for your whole life. That's I fine. As long as they're not living together in an apartment. <laughs> and, right. If you have that's a house like, that intensifies it, even if you have a house, don't you? You need like like, you know, you need wings of the house like you need that's your fine. bathroom over there, her bathroom over there. You need like places Perfect. where you right. That's what I mean. Yeah. You're in an apartment. It's, yeah. That's diff I don't know. I feel for you. Yeah. I mean, so I don't when think I was it's a single, complication problem. I think it's a situation. When problem. I was single, I used to get mad at my dog. Because I was living with him so much. I know. With my cat, if she meows, I want to fucking throw her out the window. <laughs> Don't say that. No, she doesn't mean that, everybody. She <laughs> no, I really cat. do. I've said this before. I'm like, my cat would be like, I've always wondered if I could get her vocal cords <laughs> removed. <laughs> because then she'd be like so perfect. The only annoying thing <laughs> she does is, is meows sometimes so at really inappropriate times. I, I know how Not cute meows, like irritating meows. Okay. There's a difference. I know how you're a big fan of my stories. Oh, no. But I got a really good one. They're boring. Okay. No, this is funny. Could you? All right, but don't make, make it interesting. Okay. It's very interesting. Yeah. And it goes on your vocal cord thing. Okay. There was a neighbor that lived down the street from us. Mm -hmm. She had two border collies. Mm -hmm. And all day long, they just kept barking and barking and barking and barking. And uh -huh. they had so many problems. She surgically had their vocal <gasps> cords it's, removed. It works? It happened. And this it sounded like... <laughs> <laughs> like two old men dying in the backyard. <laughs> no, like they had lung cancer. <laughs> it was horrible. So, of course, as kids, we used to go and like fuck with the dogs to make them go. <laughs> <laughs>
So that's my story. I know you love it. <laughs> no, that is a good story because I've always wondered, like, can because mm. sometimes I, w- I once tweeted, like, when my cat meows, is she telling me she wants me to remove her vocal cords? Like, how do I know that's not what she's <sighs> saying? How do I know that she when she's chasing me and it only happens on the days that I'm stressed out? She just chases me around the house and meows <laughs> for no reason. And I really feel like she's saying, please, mommy, and take my vocal cords out. I hate <laughs> meowing. And if anybody from <laughs> PETA is listening to this, this is this is a comedy routine. <laughs> No, I mean, I really, I can't, but I really believe that she picks up, I think that the animal picks up on your stress. Like, the animals are most annoying when you're most stressed out, and I think that what comes first, the chicken, like, what comes first, her irritating behavior or my irritating energy. I think my irritating, stressful energy irritates her, and then she meows like a fucking asshole, and then I want to throw her out the window. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh. Not to talk about current events, but this is Ugh. this has to do with no, our this yeah, is this has to do with our show. In a, in this has to do with our show. Polygamy is now legal in Utah. Oh my God, I love this. That's Finally, awesome. I'm still not born in the right time period because I was born when it wasn't like a thing. I need to be born a hundred years from now. I mean, I'm going to die soon, eventually, right? You so would, like, you'd be a sister wife. I don't think yes, that Yes, one hundred percent. Maybe not in this not in this persona, like not with <laughs> I have to be born again as somebody else. I think so. Yeah. Somebody completely different. Complete yeah, one hundred percent. Totally. I agree. I mean this is that's no joke. You're completely right. Yeah. Yeah. But I would be I would even I was talking to a friend last night, I would even um, probably with I've had open relationships. I've had open I've had relationships with guys where they yeah. sleep with other people. I've had every kind of relationship, like we've said, except a normal one. So and I'm very open and I believe that guys fuck other people when they're with someone that they love and has nothing to do with anything. And I really believe that if I found a guy that I really trusted and really loved, and that guy over time gave me the security, emotional security that I needed, and I believed that he was there with me and he really loved me. I believe that I would be able to be okay with him having sex if he wanted to. Do you understand? That's I really do believe that. But I think it's the lack of having that security. I've never had that from a guy because something's wrong with me and I just attract him. I get a No. Yeah, well, I don't have issues when it comes to relationships. I don't, I mean, and it's funny that I have this show because I'm talking to people about their relationships. <laughs> That's like Only really a fucked bad. up person can solve your problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, I'm not even solving people's problems. I'm just listening to them because they're fascinating. <laughs> but um, uh, I think that it's uh, so I think I mean, I get that. I, I believe in that. You know, I just haven't gotten to that place yet. OK. I only like unavailable guys. All right. So um, but I would I believe in I believe in that and I believe in polygamy or whatever it takes, whatever it takes the to make pro- women happier. This isn't about Ooh. men happier. Because men are polygamous now. There's tons of guys that have a thousand women and all this stuff. It's for women. I want polygamy around for women. The only problem is the whole religious thing that probably goes with it. Who cares about religion? What does that have to do with anything? There shouldn't be anything connected. It's so stupid. That's why it's legal. It's because of these um, Mormons. Because what? It's Mormon. It's a Mormon practice. What's a Mormon practice? Polygamy. Who cares? By the time it comes back, and it will be, it'll be. So gay people weren't supposed to be married, and now they're all getting married. So fuck religion and what it says about that. I feel like I'm sure there's places in the Bible where people. I'm not listening to you because I'm reading texts. I know. Did I miss something? (laughs) You missed a whole lot, and I'm going to stop you before you say something wrong. Yeah. All right. So anyway, what are you reading? No, what did you just say? The religion, polygamy exists because of... 
um, exists or is illegal? No, is legal because mm-hmm. of the religion. The religion's not against it. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Mormonism is why they believe in polygamy. Right. Well, I think more people should be like the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I don't like th- like religion interfering with no, these absolutely things. Not. It's like I, I can't even go there. Remember, my father was a priest. You know, one day we'll get into my one day we should have like someone call in that we think is smart and then they should give me advice. That'd I think be fun. So. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know who that person is. But we'll have somebody when I have, have a my wife I call talk. in. Oh, God. Her <laughs> problem. We I have we have her issues we could deal with. I would love to have her on the show. That's not going to happen. And talk about why <laughs> she's so nervous about you being at my apartment. Oh, uh, she's not. Don't worry. She's not listening. Right. This is like 10 episodes in. she's feeding the baby, Tommy, because anyway. you're here. You're here. She has no time. <laughs> um, Along with Kathy's cat. Kathy's going to go out the window. <laughs> No, she's having a good meow. You know, sometimes she meows. Like, there's different meows that mean different things. Her, so, a lot of her meows are delicious and yummy and so cute. I I'm love it. I'm not a it. cat person. But it's okay. That's okay. But when she meows with her annoying meow, mm-hmm. it's so ugly sounding. I can't take it. It's like girls with annoying voices. Like, that's why I never wanted a baby girl, because I don't like girl voices. Oh. And irritating girl voices. Like some people will probably write in and say my voice is irritating, but I mean like high pitch, <laughs> rare, 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 cartoon character voices that you hear in Murray Hill. You ever there's certain neighborhoods in New York City where if you go eat at a restaurant, you feel like you're on the Cartoon Network. It's just cartoon voices all around. And it's always packs of girls sitting. And for some reason, always the irritating girl with the irritating voice is the only one that talks. And then the nice friend with the nice voice just listens. And the irritating girl talks, talks, talks. And she never has anything interesting to say. So I just I wonder what the psychology is behind that. Did you drink coffee today? No, I have PMS, actually. Uh, that would explain your charming attitude. <laughs> Why? I, is that be, being mean? I don't like bad voices. That's okay. Being, I would say that on any day, any day, okay. even when I'm not PMSing. Okay. Okay. So I can't wait to talk to this dominatrix girl. I feel like that should have been my calling. Um, no, I'm not, I don't like to humiliate guys. I actually like to be more taken advantage of by the guy. Like, you know what I mean? I'm more of a submissive than I am a dom, like a dom. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I don't think I could do. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> you don't care. Um, so we'll be right back with Mary the Dom. That's her name, by the way. Mary? Yeah, that's what she chose. I mean, I know her real name. And I know I, I, she came to us through a mutual friend or like someone that knows the show. And he sent her over. So I know for a fact that she's hot. He said she's really hot. Um, and she chose, and I know her real name, but she, I said make up a name. And she made up Mary. Like, we'll talk about that too because it's like so vanilla. Talk about vanilla. Yeah. She's having vanilla sex. She's dating vanilla guys. And now she has a fake vanilla name. I think she was probably way cooler when she was a dominatrix. We'll ask her that. Okay. We'll be right back with Mary, the vanilla ex-dominatrix. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Hello, is this Mary? Yes, it is. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Mary? 
We were just discussing. We were just discussing your name. Why would you choose Mary? We thought that was such a lame name. Yeah, that's very vanilla. Oh, I know. Vanilla, yeah. I we're like, oh, she's having vanilla sex now, so she picks a vanilla name. A vanilla name. <laughs> oh, I'm actually, I've always used that. As dirty as things have gotten, I always use Mary. I don't know why. I just, like, I'm really bad at, like, being put on the spot for, like, a name, and it, that's the only one that ever comes out. I should pick something way cooler. But so when you go to Starbucks and, like, what's your name, you're like, Mary? Yes, anywhere. Anytime someone asks my name, it just blurts out of my mouth. But what about when you were a dominatrix? Did you have a, na- a name there that you could tell us that you used? Did you use Mary? No, well, I, I, too loud? I actually, I wasn't necessarily a dominatrix. I was more like just, uh, it was more personal. So I used my real name. Oh, so what What was that all about? What do you that's mean how psychotic, that, That's actually how psychotic I am, that I would, you know, lie to the person at Starbucks, but then the person that, you know, I have a fetish relationship with. I'm telling them my real name. Right. It's crazy. Right, right, right. No, I always lie to Starbucks people for some reason because it's like, why not? It's just like, you know, I don't know why I'm so bored. I'm sitting there waiting in line. I just figure if I give them a fake name, uh, it's for some reason you feel like you're getting away with something. I don't know why. What's wrong, Tommy? Why are you fucking Nothing. I just, I just hear a little bleep on it. Oh, feedback, that. right? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Um, Mary. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say that name seriously. So dull. Hold on. It, my, my backup would be like Joan. Joan is just as bad. So you weren't really a dominatrix, <laughs> but you just used to like beat the shit out of the guys that you dated? Yeah. I mean, I typically, um, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's just my personality, but like I tend to attract a lot of submissive guys and guys who have, you know, I guess problems sexually and sexual deviance and stuff. But do you so, think that you you attract them or that you're attracted to that type? You must be attracted to that type. I'm definitely not attracted to that type anymore. It's been right. a long time since I found that attractive, but it's still like my personality. So it's pretty hard to like, you know, uh, I mean, are you I feel like, are you yeah, like I, dominant all the time? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Um, Are you like the aggressor? I well, you know what? I personally, I don't really. I mean, obviously, to the point that I was attracted to guys who thought that guys were low. Probably, you know, I don't have such a great view of guys to begin with, so um, I don't find myself attracted to that many people. 
Okay, so, so wait, let's re- to the situation. Right. So you wrote in and your initial problem that you wanted to discuss is you used to sort of be in this fetish world and you had you would be with guys that were submissive and now you're doing more of the vanilla scene and I guess you're not dating those kind of guys anymore, but guys still think you're a cunt and I'm assuming you were a cunt to the submissives and now you're like cunty to other people too, right? And you can't like Yeah. Right. And, you know, I just like, I guess like a lot of like regular vanilla guys that don't like these type of, that don't specifically go for a type of dominant woman, Mm -hmm. they want you to fucking lie to them. They want you to pretend to be weak and pretend to be like a certain way. It's very true. So it's like, I like, I know a lot of girls who they're really nice to their boyfriends, but they're actually cunts because they're cheating bitches yeah no no, exactly i'm at least up front front, but guys don't see you know no it's true i have a friend who's like the was every guy's dream girl she's like gorgeous she's quiet she doesn't really do much but she's like the she's a compulsive liar like the shit she her husband doesn't know about her the shit she's done in her life you know and it's that's the way but that's like that's every guy's sort of thing and that's what guys get when they want that they get women that lie because most women are assertive and i think every woman has that part of themselves but most people keep it under wraps because guys don't like it society doesn't like it it's really shunned upon and when you're like a woman that's not like that like it's just it's not a good scene and you you're fishing in a much smaller pond wait a minute we've been lied we're to? me and you are fishing in the same pond we're Mary. being lied to what do you mean you're being yeah you're totally being lied <laughs> Us guys to. are being lied to yeah i don't know about your wife what is she tommy tommy's married but tommy would before he was married was a total player what my wife is latin so she's not submissive. No. Right. I remember you guys used to raging fights before you. Yeah, she's got a lot of fire. Yeah, she puts. So she's very feisty, bitch. So yeah. you d- and you always liked aggressive girls. I know you. You always liked older women. So you're not that guy. You would have liked Mary. Quote yeah. Unquote. Absolutely, Mary. <laughs> I'm going to come up with a new name for you by the way. I'm going to call you Dumb Mary. I just want to tell you a text message exchange that me and Mary had before you got here that just shows how stupid we both are. Uh, I had emailed her, I think, the number of the show. I thought I did. And then so she gave me her number and said, text me the day of. And I said, I'll text you the day of to confirm. So we're texting today, this morning. I'm like, text her, are you confirmed? She said yes. And then she texted me back, like a bunch of things we texted, right? Back and forth. Yeah. And then she texted me last minute, what's the number that I call in? Shush! Tommy, don't kick my thing. So I said, um... I said, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Like, here's the number. I can't believe I forgot to give it to you. And then she writes back. She's actually, and now she becomes smarter than me because she's like, oh, duh, we're emailing on the number. You obviously gave it. God. We're taxing I'm like, oh, my God, we're so stupid. And then she's like, no, I'm really stupid. I went to the wrong airport yesterday and had to buy another ticket to fly out. So could you just please tell me that story very quickly? You went oh to the airport, God. the wrong airport. Like, where you live in L.A.? Yeah, I live in L.A., and I was coming back from New York, and it was it was so retarded. Like, first of all, I have no idea. I would never fly out of JFK. I don't understand how the ticket got booked from JFK. I would. But so who I'm booked your ticket? I booked the ticket. This is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know... I, you know what? There is an option, though, that when you're booking where it just says all New York airports. And I feel like I must have had to click that. Yeah, surrounding airports, of, it says. Yeah. Oh, so I'm like checking in at Newark and literally like hitting <laughs> a kiosk. I'm abusing the kiosk and the guy comes over to me 
And I'm like, this thing is fucking broken. And he's like, looks at my, you know, itinerary. And he's like, yeah, well, you're not flying out of this airport. You weren't even in the same. You were, it wasn't even like JFK to LaGuardia. It was like Newark. You were in New Jersey. That's really bad. <laughs> First of all, I'm so neurotic. Before I purchase any tickets, I always look because I'm like, what if I put the wrong date? The wrong, I look through everything. You have to focus more, Mary. Let's focus yeah, back so on your guy upset. problems. Cause, I'm so, like, oh. nonchalant with stupid shit like that. I, like, fucking learned my lesson because it cost me 500 extra dollars. Oh, it's so painful. Yeah, that is really bad. Okay, let's go back to your guy issue, though. But first of all, let me just go back a little bit. Like, you said at some point early on that you had, you don't think highly of men to begin with. So where does that come from? Did that is that why you got into sort of, you know, dating submissive guys and t- treating them like shit? Or was it only like the submissive thing and you being more of a dominant person? Was that only like sexually or was it in the whole relationship? Or these were long, were these well, long relationships or just sexual relationships? Well, um, when I was younger, I mean, you know, I got really interested in this stuff when I was like really young, like 15. So I had like. And, you know, at that point, obviously, there's a bunch of older guys who would love a 15, 16-year-old girl to beat shit out of them. Right. What was the oh, oldest wow. guy? Wait, what was the oldest guy when you were 15, 16 that was like that you were getting it on with? Oh, not. No, I actually, I didn't have sex or anything with any of them. But they were just like, you know, kind of like, they were more like when I was younger, more like verbal relationships. And then as I got older. Oh, like, okay. I, I by the time I was like eighteen, I mean, I can't even—I didn't even know, but they were fucking old, some of them. Right, but <laughs> when did when you say you were involved in the fetish scene? Like, what were the fetishes that you were into and that you were engaging in? Um, well, I mean, I'm really into like humiliation and degradation, a lot more psychological stuff. But I is mean, that when they're know, naked, like? Or when they're just like when you're watching a movie together <laughs> or when you're out to dinner, like when you. S- oh, no. Well, yeah, they would probably be naked because that was like, you know. But what does that even mean? Because I'm not into that world and I've never been into it. So like so you get like what do you what would you be into? You'd want to like what was your deal? Like what would get you turned on? You would get turned on by like taking a guy's clothes off and then like. Making fun well, of no, no, definitely not. Not me taking his clothes off. He should just be fucking naked by the time I enter. By the time I get there, you should just be fucking naked on the floor. Like, it's mostly just, like, I was more into psychological stuff. And also, I'm, like, the type, I don't want to get my hands dirty. I don't want to break a sweat. So, right. No, we've heard. Yeah, we've had a guy call in that was a dominatrix guy. And he told us that, yeah, it's more about all this other stuff, less about sex, right? Yeah, there's never really sex. I mean, I had eventually dated some uh, people that were, the people that I was actually in real relationships with were more, like, we're not like actually submissive and just like to play submissive sexually. But, um, basically, you know, you would have them. So they would be naked. So these guys, eventually you'd get to a place with these guys where they knew exactly what the deal was. And you know, if you were like with them or hanging out with them, you at some point would come home or they would be there when you were going to engage with them and they'd be already naked and you walk in the room and what do you do? Um, well, you know, at that point, I'd probably have them, like, greet me by, like, crawling on the floor and kissing my shoe. You know, like, basically, it's mostly to completely lower and degrade them. And that's, like, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I mean, I was very fixated with it, and I did it a lot with a lot of people. And it was, like, my relationship with most 
guys that I had interacted with. Right. And you know, But you weren't having now, sex with these guys too. No, because they're like they're fucking disgusting. I'm not gonna have sex with them. But I barely but you ha- kiss my shoe. But you were having relationships with them. But they were only in the context of like the role the fact play, that it right? Would never be a re- yeah, that it would never be a relationship because they were so low. It could never be more. Right, than, but like, right, but were you engaging in real relationships on the side, or was this like your your form of like the th- fulfillment at that place in your? You know what I mean? Like, because like yeah, it was for a time, and then um, I did have a couple times where I was in serious relationships, and I did it on the side, mm-hmm. and the guys that I was dating were cool with it. They and knew. Would you take payment? Um, when I was much younger, but I learned pretty early on that then the, you know, the tables turn. If someone's getting money out of it, then basically I'm not that in charge, am I? No, you know? they're so, paying you. No, exactly. But exactly. If he's the one with the money in his hand, oh. dangling it in my face, then I don't have the power anymore. So, um. You know, where I the hell like, was know, your that... father when you were growing up? What did he do to you, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> me what and my the father hell? haven't yeah. talked in a very long time. <laughs> you what? Me and my father haven't talked in a very long time. Right. So it started there. You didn't yeah. have a good relationship with your dad. And you do you feel like you hated men? And are you used to? Because I know that eventually, I, I talked about this with Tommy before I read him your whole email, because we're going to discuss both things. You had a relate that relationship where the guy cheated on you. Was that like... Yeah. That was after, actually. This is after I started to be like, these fucking slaves are draining. It's more work to have a slave. Totally than a regular relationship, right. You're not even getting laid. Well, the thing is, is that they want to do stuff for you. They want to clean your house. They want to go do stuff for you. That's what they like to do. I have guy friends that do that for me, and I I, I don't even have to humiliate them. <laughs> I just got to talk to them on the phone sometimes and they come over and do whatever I want. But you, um, <laughs> you know, that's just called guy friends. So, you know, I don't have guy friends because I feel all guy friends either eventually want to be your bitch or be your man. I feel like I can't find a balance to just be friends. Right, right. I've always had a lot of guy friends. When I was drinking, I'd wind up sleeping with them. And now that I don't drink, I don't sleep. Yeah, but when's <laughs> the last time you actually <laughs> got laid? Right. You're sensing that there's no sex going yeah, on. Yeah, when's the last time you really, you know, you had some good, old-fashioned, just hard sex? Regular sex. Cause she, Me? Yeah. yeah. Regular sex? Yeah. Um, like bent over and ago. just pounded. It was about a year ago, and it was like two years before that. So, Mary, oh my Mary, God. Mary, Mary has Mary. Sex. You have another issue that you don't know about. You need you, to get pounded. <laughs> your issue should be: I don't have a desire for sex, and I'm a young girl, and I don't know what's wrong with me. And I need. Why to get are drilled. you not getting laid? I fucked enough when I was younger. How I old are you? Lot. I'm 25. Okay, you're you're still very young. Okay, when, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Um, I was 16. Okay. So you, you're a year off of sex now. Before that, it was two years? Yeah. And when you say no sex, like, is that, are we talking no anything? Or, like, did you have orgasms with guys? Like, maybe they go down on you or you blow them? Or, like, no, or just no penetration? Or nothing? Um, really, just in, like, these, like, past, like, three years, it's been uh, 
pretty much nothing. Like, I mean, usually when I was younger, I mean, I'm the type of person that, you know, I usually do receive oral. However, it hasn't, um, the past, like, three years, I haven't really. And this goes to my second question that I was talking to you about, which right. is then ending a serious relationship, and then from there feeling like, you know, not really. When like, did you I mean, meet your guy? How old were you when huh? you met your guy that cheated on you? Um, I was 19. And you dated him for three years, and you thought everything was great. How long was everything great for? Um, I mean, other things were all great. But, but that was, you thought uh, he was faithful before you found out that he was cheating on you. Well, the thing is, is that I don't think I ever think, I don't think any guy's faithful. So I was always just like, obviously, I'm just waiting for it, you know? Right. Like, I don't feel like I've ever really met a guy that was faithful. So I don't think there was any point in the relationship that I felt secure that he wasn't cheating. Uh-huh. And then when did you eventually find out that for sure that he was? Um, well, it was a lot of like, you know, bullshit, actually. There's like a lot of things that. Tommy's saying right now, he's whispering through. to me that she needs to get fucked. Tommy. I'm sorry, Mary, you need to get fucked hard. I'm listening to you, and I get it, and I know I used to date a lot of uh, exotic dancers, strippers, who were all man-haters at the end. They and just, they have bad father relationships. They had everything. I'm like you, Mary. Okay? I totally get all and of And at the shit. end of the day, and, and I'm a really, really, really nice guy. I'm like a... No, you were a scumbag player, but and you were a cheater, so she... she you, <laughs> Tom, Mary, you would have dated Tommy, and you wouldn't have trusted him, but you would have had good sex. And you would have been like, have, and you he know what? Cheated, no, and you would have suspected that he was cheating, and you would have been right, and he would have... You would have broken up with him. <laughs> and then you would have came yeah. over and said, you know what? I know we're broken up, but uh, let's have sex one more time. Yeah, maybe, but whatever. That's not helping her problem. No, see, Tom. I'm totally not that person, too. Like, I'm completely fine being alone and not well, you're having sex. No, you're not. T- my, <laughs> you're not Why do you so, say she's not, I mean, Tommy? Well, you're Tommy not, thinks that you're not completely fine alone. You're not fine alone. You never get laid. You hate men. You have trust issues. You're 25. And you you're only 25. There. You should be out there. And listen, no one's saying that you and, have to be. Yeah. No one's saying you have to go out. And be like, you know, the little, you know, bouncy girl who bows down to every guy because she wants to go out to dinner and whatever. I mean, but you're 25 years old. Go out. Have fucking fun. Right. But there's a difference between being aggressive. I do have fun, however. I have fun. I have a lot of girlfriends that I enjoy hanging out with. And, you know, I work. I do different things that I enjoy. I just don't feel that relationships and dealing with that bullshit is enjoyable. It's not. Like, I don't find relationships to be, oh. like, obviously they're enjoyable in the moment. Don't get me wrong. I am to- I am not telling you to go out and get a relationship. I'm telling up. you to go out and get laid. But what's the point of having some mediocre fuck either? Yeah. Like, if I'm going to fuck someone, then I want to Okay. Enjoy it as opposed to like some drunk lay or something, you know. Tommy, like, you really think she just I, needs I, to get laid and that solves her problems? It's I mean, my opinion, it. and I'm entitled to it. Yeah, you're totally. You're my. That's why you're my co-host. You're like. She doesn't have to agree with it, Mary. You do not have to agree. No, with No, but it. we were getting. I just want to know how you found out your boyfriend was cheating on you. Oh, um, because he's an idiot, and he uh, printed out the conversation. To jerk off to later and then I had printed out some stuff for work and it was in all of my stuff for work. 
put something in your papers and you saw it on work and then did you guys break up or did you stay with him for a while and turn into a nut job because I've had guys cheat on me and then I stay with them and then I turn into like a psychopath like oh, or did yeah, you break up immediately no we didn't break up immediately because it was like two days before our anniversary so oh, I shit. tried to salvage the, the situation and um it lasted a couple more months but literally those last months I before that I was a psychopath because I sensed it but right that's the that, worst right I, I always say I that out more after surprisingly it was like after that I stopped giving a fuck and I still loved him and wanted to be with him but I checked out and then I just stopped caring because I'm like I couldn't get past yeah, and it was not like that was the first thing either I couldn't get past it and I'm like if I'm checked out then and also, obviously, it was killing me. But I felt like it was killing me less after I actually found out because at least I had the satisfaction of knowing that I'm not crazy. At least I was right. Right. You and know? most of the time, that's what it is. When girl, Women have a really strong intuition. It's just Absolutely. the way that it is. Women are very in touch with their feelings. And, you know, I have a lot of guy friends, and they'll tell me, like, oh, my girl. And we've talked about this before, that guys will always sort of act like the girl is crazy. But most of the time, when a girl's acting crazy, it's because she's picking up on shit that the guy's doing. I never hear my nice guy friends that don't cheat say that their girl is crazy and is suspicious and stuff. The only time guys are with girls that are suspicious is the cheating one. You know, so what, what it's your comes only, first? It's your What's only, coming first? It's, it's your only defense as a guy. Yeah, exactly. But what comes first is that there's behavior that doesn't. And if you're with a girl that has half a brain, she's going to put stuff together. Our brains are like computer chips. If you put something in oh, it, one day, right? It's like you can't help it, especially if you're and been it's traumatized. Not even, it, really, <laughs> it really is half a brain. Like the other, that was least of the things that I had found. I mean, I found panties before, like. All types of stuff. Like what do you mean panties? Chronic. Like panties that girls left on the bo- on the side or he was getting like no. panties in the mail? Like weird shit panties or saved, like normal shit panties? <laughs> saved filthy panties. Literally the filthiest panties on earth. Oh. Like someone puked into a pair of underwear and sent them <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God, wait. Like, uh, who is this? I want to have him on the I, wa- I want to have him on the show. He's into dirty panties, like dirty old panties. Oh, no, actually, it wasn't something that I was aware that he was into. And I thought I knew everything because I knew stuff way worse than that. I think it was simply just a souvenir for an addict. Like, I don't think it was actually a fetish. A trophy. I think it was just simply a souvenir. Tr- oh, you think he's a sex addict? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I know. <laughs> oh, you know. Right. I know some of the. I know people like that. And it exists. I don't know why people don't understand that it exists. Um, it definitely does. I've gone to meetings and stuff. Um, and I've heard the guys talk and it's fascinating because I know a lot of guys that have the same issue and it is an issue and it does, it does exist. So, and when you're with a guy like that, it's, there's always undercurrent stuff. They have so many different lives going on. It's so hard not to pick up on it. And I have to just say like, you've been traumatized, right? You have this really bad relationship with your father. And when you have that kind of thing, it's like post-traumatic stress disorder. You become, you don't have half a brain. You have like 10 brains inside of you. You become so hyper fixated on little things that you pick up on stuff do you know what I mean and unfortunately the way we're wired when we're fucked up like that is to attract those kind of people that are gonna you know push those buttons you know what I mean so it's like this sick sort of thing that happens between you and the guy I mean it's not a a mystery why you attracted that guy and why you you know you're so suspicious and you pick a guy that's gonna do things that are gonna tell and you're hyper aware I mean the only guy that you're gonna be happy with one day ever to trust is somebody that just has is, is so like to the core clean cut be- you know what I mean? Because you're going to yeah. see through everything. You can't help it because you're like hyper focused on it because of, 
you know, what you've been through. So it's really difficult. But we're always going to be attracted. When you're wired that way, you're always going to be much more attracted and turned on and, you know, have a pull towards guys that are going to push that dysfunction in you. You yeah, know what I mean? absolutely. So it's like they so, say, you know, you... So the reason that, obviously, I don't... Because also the type of guys that are going to work is like, I need a nerd that's not fuckable to anyone. Like, if I don't want to fuck him... No one else will want to fuck him. I know, but like, let me do no, 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 no. Stop, Mary. I'm going to teach you something because you're only 25. I, what you need to do is you just need to go to some fucking therapy and you need to clean your act up and you need to build your self-esteem and your trust within yourself. Because what happens, I've seen women that do this, okay? They can't handle the guys because they're only attracted to the guys that cheat on them and the hot guys that they want to fuck and they're really into. So then they go for a guy that's like totally beneath them that makes them feel secure because they're like useless or they have no friends or they can't leave the house or they're ugly or they won't and so now you have someone like that's probably not your equal and that you someone that you would never like if you did it weren't insecure no and you and eventually you'll get bored of that so what that's not the solution either and actually i got bad bored of that first actually because i initially dated people who were low right because they made you feel secure and then you went to the guy that you were really attracted to and he made you feel insecure and that's just a assigned to you that you're fucked up and you need to clean your act up and the more you get your act up clean the more you'll rewire yourself and be attracted to a different kind of guy you don't want that guy beneath i have a girlfriend that do that like they go you know they they can only feel secure with a guy who's like you know has no friends or can't leave the house or is too ugly to ever cheat you know what i mean so then he doesn't like you know but you don't want that either because that's probably not really right for you i mean I've changed my life and I've like everything else in my life is like flourishing. But as far as like the relationship stuff, like I just don't want to like ever be in that again. I don't want to bother like even fucking anyone. Like I just feel like it's like, it's okay to you go know. sober. You know, you have to look at it like you're going like kind of sober on guys to try and figure yourself out for a little while. And that's okay. And that's something good to do. I've been an addict. I quit drinking 10 years ago. You know, after I took alcohol out of my life, I found that other things came up. You know, the more I cleaned up my act in a lot of other areas, the more other stuff comes up. And that's just, that's a natural process. And it's the reason why people stay addicts their whole lives because they don't really want to feel the worst stuff that comes up when you sort of take those addictions out, right? Most most of the time you yeah. become like weaker and more crazy before you get better. That's what all addicts are holding down. You know what I mean? Is all that fucking nonsense that you have in your head right now. You know, that you're sort of conscious and aware of that you were like subconsciously aware of and acting out when you were younger. Now you don't act out as much, but you have all this shit in your head and you're really nutty and you still have your issues and you need to like... You need to work on that. So, you know, I think it's good not to even bother with relationships right now and maybe like take a break, go sober on it until you figure yourself out a little bit more. I don't think that it's a bad thing. Absolutely. And that's how I feel is what's working for me. And I mean, obviously, it seems like, you know, Tommy would say that I need to be fucked. That's the last that I need of right. all my problems. It's actually like not what I need. No, I, I don't think so either. Personally, I <laughs> understand you completely, Mary. I am you. Don't you. Like my I understand. You it's don't okay. Like, you don't like my advice. It's okay. okay. That's why you're not the host. That's why you're the co-host. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so, um, see, look, I'm being rude to my submissive right now. <laughs> but no, I totally understand you, Mary. I'm you like 20 years from now. I'm like, I think, you know, for me, 
but I, you're better than me because when I was 25, I was 10 years away from even figuring any of this shit out. The fact that you're 25 and you're figuring this out and you're so clear headed and you're like on the same page as me and I'm like for almost 45, like makes you so ahead of the game that you're going to be okay. I wouldn't like worry about hating guys like you have some issues. Are you in therapy? I'm sure you are. No, I'm not in therapy. Why are you not in therapy? <laughs> I mean, I hate to pimp that um, out to everybody, but like, why isn't everyone in therapy? It works. It works. I'm in therapy. It works. Yeah. Tommy was saying today he was going to cut his cost by getting out of therapy. I'm like, you just had a baby. You just got married. You used to be like the single player. Like, you need therapy more than. He's like, I have a motorcycle. <laughs> he was sort of like, should he give up his motorcycle or therapy? He's going to give up therapy. I'm like, you need the therapy over your motorcycle. The, motorcy- this is why men the, motorcy- the motorcycle looks cool. Now, this is why men need women because men are just so <laughs> dumb like that's how what he was thinking and his whole wife is like i mean please you need therapy but why are you not in therapy um i mean i probably should be it's just i haven't been in a long time honestly after i found out that he was cheating i was like well i'm not crazy the end. No, but you have, but you no, know, you have, but that's the whole thing. You can't do that either. You, you have to look at yourself. Okay. Like attracts like, I'm sorry. I believe that more than anything. I have always, I have a whole book I wrote, um, that I'm self-publishing now and it's all about my crazy relationships. I've had every, I have like 30 chapters and in some of those chapters have 10 guys in them. Okay. I've been around the block. I've had every kind of relationship except a normal one. That's what I always talk about. So I totally understand your way. And I had issues with my dad and, uh, you know, and I still have issues when it comes to relationships. It's very claustrophobic to me to think about it. And I don't trust guys and I have all this kind of stuff. But um, when you sit there and you turn around and I have girlfriends that are like me, but they, they're like you. They think it's the guy's fault. So when they find out the guy's cheating, they just like it confirms everything that they think. But that's your problem. You pick people that will confirm whatever story was told to you when you're younger. So it is your problem. Do you understand? There's guys yeah. out there that could come into your life and tell you a different story. But that's not the story that you're living by. You're living by this story and you just keep attracting to it. And you it's it's all you. It's not him. He has his own story. He's got his fucking addict story. Do you know what I mean? You have your story that you have to work on and you work through it in these kind of crazy relationships. I feel like every one of my relationships, even though they were nuts, like, you know, each one I learned something and I grew and I changed, but it's still difficult. And, you know, you're all your shit's going to come in relationships. You could be great in every area of your life, but that's where you're the most vulnerable. So that's where everyone's the most crazy and fucked up. I mean, that's just the way everybody is, you know, because that's where you're not in control. You're not in control and you have to trust and, you know, and I have those issues still and I'm in, in therapy and psychoanalysis is great. That's like one kind of therapy. It's kind of expensive, but it's really good because it goes to that, like that shit that's guiding you right now. You're very defensive to guys. You're closed off. Oh yeah. You know, and you want to go a little sober on guys and, but you don't want to shut them out. You know, you want to have a relationship one day, right? So you have to, you know, make sure in their time that you're shutting people out, that you're doing something to help yourself. And that should be working on yourself. If you don't want to go to therapy, read some books or go to some meetings. They have like love addict meetings, sex addict meetings. Like you could learn a little bit about your nuttiness and see other people, you know, or you need something. You should be doing something during this time. Besides getting banged in the ass like Tommy was (laughs) saying. Even though that's more interesting, we all know. But yeah, you you need, I'm giving you never know. That might be the answer. If she got a really good booty call, it was not. I've let, I've had tons of those kind of relationships. At the end of the day, what is it? You eventually want a relationship sucks. You go to get a booty call, and then you find out that he's fucking someone else. You know, right? Like, right. Yeah. See, Tommy, this is like the girl world. This no, is like this is the man hater show. 
It's not a man hater show because I, I don't hate men. I don't. I, she doesn't trust men. She doesn't not. She doesn't hate them. She doesn't. She likes men. She keeps dating them. She's, no, I don't. I hate them. Oh, but it's not, she's still young. She doesn't really. You don't really hate them. No, I do. I always have. I really do. That's like why my initial reaction to them was to have them as slaves. Okay, like, that's so you hate age. men. That that's a process. Are you? I mean, unless you're going to turn gay and date women. I've been trying to. I've been uh, trying to. It's okay, this working. is more interesting. <laughs> yes. It's what do you mean? It's not working. Girls are irritating you too. <laughs> I love lesbians. No, well, you know what? I just, I mean, I never really like. I mean, I'm like, I'm totally open to dating a woman. Nice. I just women seem fucking insane too, and I'm like, damn, I just like myself. Like, I just want to be in a relationship with me. You know, like, I feel like everyone else is crazy in that sense. Yeah, well, that's your problem right there. You're fucking crazy, too, Mary. Okay. <laughs> Mary, you have issues, Mary. I'm going to tell you straight to your face. I don't know if none of your friends, if your friends listen to this bullshit and they tell you that you're normal. You're not normal. Something's wrong with you. You have some issues. You're not that great, but you're probably fantastic in your own ways. But and you deserve a fantastic guy or girl, if that's your thing. Do you get it on a girl? Are you sexually attracted to women? Um, I haven't been really sexually attracted to anyone in a long time. Yeah, see, and something you're so like you're like you're obviously depressed or like you're when you're not into you when you're not horny and you're 25, you're something's wrong with you. You're supposed to be horny. You're an animal. It's normal. Are you on the pill? Because that sometimes that takes away your horniness. So you're not even on the pill. You're supposed to be horny. You're supposed to want to fool around people. You're supposed to have like chemistry. You're supposed to be. Do you jerk off? I do. Okay, so you're getting yourself off. But you need, like, the interaction and the physical contact with another person. It's You have issues when it comes to sex. You have issues when it comes to men. You have issues when it comes to women. You have issues. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I get along with women the best. I love women. I am, like, totally the supporter of women, you know, being friends with each other and not freaking hating each other. Right, totally. Right, but you need to, that's great. You, that's great. We don't care about what you're great at. You need to focus on what you suck at, okay? And you, you suck at like liking guys. You suck at getting yourself into sex. You're missing out. Sex is like the greatest thing that was ever invented, and you are going to die one day. And I used to have a rule. I never went one month without getting laid. And I would have long-term booty call people who like, because I was very monogamous. I'm very monogamous by nature. I like to fuck one guy. And I would stay with that guy, but I would always make sure that I did that because you need to stay connected to your pussy, your brain and your pussy. Like they need to be connected. And when you stop, yes, when you disconnect that, you get so lost. You might not be able to have orgasms with guys like you're fucking yourself up. Like you, Tommy is kind of right. You do kind of need to get laid. The tables have turned. You do need to stay involved a little bit with the bottom part of your body. You're like separating. You know what I mean? You've disconnected. And you really shouldn't. It's not um it's not healthy. I guess. I mean, I'm a very psychologically sexual person. Like um, Oh, stop, Mary. Psychologically you're beating guys up. Psychologically you're getting laid. But you're really exactly. not in real life. You're in fantasy land, you're doing all these great things, but in real life you're not. Your interactions with actual people and intimacy is with two people, not you and your thoughts, is not it's you ha- it's not working for you. Jahami, hold on. Let's see what she says to that. (laughs) (laughs) Mary, are you still there? I'm here. (laughs) Sorry, but I really think you need, I think you're like, you know, you're just, you're, you're closed off in the pussy department. 
in the love department. Yeah. And um, your head is fine, you know, but uh, it's the bottom half of your body. You need to like you need to connect everything. You're disconnected. Yeah. Read some books. I don't know. Keep engaging with people. My advice to you is like try to find someone that you need sex. You need to work on yourself. You need therapy and plug the pussy into the brain. Yeah, you need the but well, yeah, you need to make sure that you could figure out and also figure out what you like. Do you like men? Do you like women? And then you know, try and um, engage a little bit. And if you hate men, maybe you should try to figure out why. Yeah. this is gonna be a good. Follow-up. I would just like an honest person. I don't really care what they are. If I can find a decent, honest person, then I would be good. Okay, like, well, you know, there are decent. I have a lot of guy friends, and a lot of them lie, and they cheat, and they do all that shit. And some of them are are faithful. They ha- that guy exists. They do, Mary. I swear to you. I've met them. They're out there. A lot of times they're in relationships. Okay. Guy, ask guys their history. But no, that means, but you got to get them when they get out of a relationship. They're called lifers. When If you meet a lifer, like a guy that just got broken up with by a girl the five years or seven years, and some of them are really hot, okay? That's the guy you got to <laughs> get because that guy likes women. Sounds good. Yeah, so you got to get the history of guys. But you might, you know, <laughs> you think, you know, you're young, so you have a lot of time to, uh, if you want to close your yourself off to sex for the next five years and not get laid and not care about it and not think that that's like, like that's a waste of your life. That's not a good just idea. Just so you know, you're going to die one day, Mary. Like, you're literally going to be on your deathbed and you're <laughs> going to fucking die and you're going to think back to like, do you really think when you're on your deathbed, you might regret like those three years that you didn't have sex because like the sex is over. You know what I mean? Like, this is the time. This is the time. Well, I, I'll take your word for it that um, there is honest guys out there. And, you know, I'll be open to finding them. At least I'll believe that they exist. Right. Believe that they exist. But know that the next guy that you are so physically attracted to that you can't handle it and that you see from across the room that stands out to you, know that that's the worst guy in the room for you. <laughs> 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 don't trust your pussy you're wired improperly <laughs> sorry to say yes exactly yeah so any guy you're going to be really horny for is going to be an asshole so uh to those nice guys you probably won't even like them anyway this is terrible exactly. advice i'm like i'm like debbie downer yeah you are debbie Downer. yeah i have like no advice it's i like say you just tr- have to get I, better tr- trust your box yeah, you still have to go there. You have to fit. You have to work on that story. And if wherever, but you know, try to reconnect and try to get like horny again. We do follow up calls, so please keep us posted. If you get like a new boyfriend or if a new interesting situation, yeah, Tommy. Even if you get laid and it's like amazing, and you realize Tommy is right, like we have people that call back in later, even if it's like three weeks later to hear. Mary, like, I just, would love a follow up oh, call, and you tell me I'm weeks. right. What? <laughs> I'll do it, but I don't know about three weeks. <laughs> oh, you mean sex? Yes. We'll see. You'll never, three years. You never know She's who you'll meet. Girl. You'll never know who you meet every day. You leave your house. You never know who you're going to meet. Yeah, exactly. You never know when you go to the wrong airport by accident. That yeah. You're, <laughs> that you're going to bump into <laughs> the man of your dreams. You I don't never know. know. Just, but you have to keep your mind open. You know what I mean? You can't be so closed off. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that you actually run into that person and because you you're so closed off you don't get to meet them so you got to keep your mind and your legs open and hope it happens <laughs> right but she also ha- right and you have to know that your personality the aggressiveness that's all what turns guys off and they think you're a con it's probably your closed offness and your sort of you you hate men right and you don't trust them you think that just like you smell a guy cheating on you a mile away you think that guys don't pick up on that too 
So mm-hmm. that's what a guy's yeah. picking up on. It's not your aggressive personality, and it's not that you're not like nice like these other girls. It's that you secretly hate men, and you you know what I mean. So they know that. So that you got to work on that. Like that's not being like that. They're picking up on it. That was awesome advice. Thank you. Okay, right. Mary. So go get yourself some fucking therapy, please. And we'll check back with you in a few weeks. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye, Thanks Mary. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Fuck her. <laughs> she was a man-hating totally bitch. Got, she's young. I hate to say that because young people hate to be called young, especially when they're in their. Like, you're, 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 but I mean, young is not a bad thing. No, but you she's know lucky, when you I you think. know when you're young, you always want to be older. You want to be older, and then you're older, and you want to be younger. Yeah, younger. yeah. I don't say it as a bad thing. I say it as like she has so much time, and that's like normal to be messed up when you're younger, especially if you had a history like her. But why do you say fuck her? You didn't like her because she was like not she was a man hater. No, not, yeah, not she even, was no, totally listen, a man hater. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying oh because she wasn't whatever. I made a little bit of a abrasive comment. I say that because she's so closed off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she just says, I'm a man hater. And she admits it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what? She's going to go on like that. And she's just going to keep hating men and keep hating men. Well, look at how she started she, off at 15, like abusing men and getting off on it. Somebody touched her. And yeah, she didn't appreciate totally, it. Totally, totally. But, but that's what she has to work on. Yeah, but she needs to. And, and when I you know, listen, I said it a very graphic way. She needs to get fucked. She actually really does. She needs no, you're to, right. I she came needs to, that to get. Conclusion. She needs to get a little ass. No, but she needs to like. I don't. I think she's very. She like I said. She's wired improperly. She's separated. She's not paying attention to that area yeah. of her body. Like she's all closed off. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's being defensive in all the weird ways that she's trying to solve this problem with herself in all the wrong ways. Do you understand? By yeah. not having sex, by hating men. Like the problem is not these other people. Like she thinks it's no. just problems with her herself. Yeah, she's maybe she might meet the right woman, and all that will change. She sounded like she was fucked with she's women. She's just like all over the place. She, I don't. What did you say about women? I didn't even understand that. They're just as crazy, and you know what I mean. And yeah, and then she thinks she's great, but then she has problems. She's like, you know what it is? It's weird. All these people that call in, I seem like they always seem so like their their problems are one thing. Then they call in, and it seems like they don't even really know what their problems are. No, I think she's just all jacked up on the wrong idea. About she hates everything. men. Yes. Yeah, and she, she got, wonders no, why they she hate her. Think fuck, she's a cunt. She got fucked over by one guy. Her father. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Oh, that's cold. Yeah, no, she got fucked over by one guy. Oh, the, early the on, sexaholic. but then she got screwed over by a guy she was probably head head over heels in love with. No, but when you're that messed up, I'm going to tell you, when you hate men and you believe that no men trust you, you will attract exactly the type of man that will only tell you exactly what you think. That's the way, the law of the universe. This is not, we're not Oprah, but Oprah would agree. It, that's just the way that it goes. Whatever you're thinking in your little brain, if you're a man hater, you're going to get that kind of guy that's going to totally confirm your suspicions. It's just unfortunately the way it works. So that's why she got that guy. I hate when these women, friends of mine, because I've gotten guys like that, and I know that it's me. It's not them. It's my own thing. It's my own issue. Why are you looking at me funny? You're not way? crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have my things, and I work on it. And um, But I have a lot of um, friends that so, have the same things, and they don't admit it. They think it's, oh, I just keep – It's these people are just assholes. Let's take a bet, okay? Yeah. The next time we talk to her, if we talk to her again mm-hmm. – what do you think? Prediction. Nothing like long. Okay, how out. long? Give me like how long? In six months. In six months. 
she maybe has fucked that guy that had the dirty panties and you know there's been drama the ex, there you mean the ex. yeah the you're, ex. So you're predicting that she goes back to the ex I'm predicting that she might have a rendezvous with him because she needs to get laid and that doesn't go anywhere. Um, I predict that she's not going to meet a guy for like 15 years. Ooh. <laughs> okay. If okay. she doesn't get therapy or work on these kind of compulsions don't go away on their own. Trust me. Trust me. All right. I mean, it's, a, it's not a good scene if you don't do the work. So she'll just keep having all these kind of crazy things. I think she's very far off from having a relationship. She doesn't even like to get laid. Like I was, it's like sex is a part of a relationship, but that's like one of the good parts. That's of like God's healthy drug to human beings. Yeah, that's one thing I never wanted. I never put that on the like I was always into like it's not a healthy thing. I had two years of my life once before I quit drinking. I went a year without sex um, for a reason. Like I specifically was like because I was getting drunk and I was just sleeping with people and I was like, I need to control my I didn't realize I need to quit drinking, not quit having sex. <laughs> Drinking's never the problem. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Take it from Every, me. Everything Drinking's else. Drinking's never the problem. Yeah, everything else was the problem. So I don't understand why I'm putting on so so much weight. No, the funny thing <laughs> is, there was this guy. We had a friend of ours, my friend's boyfriend's friend, and he was so ugly. You just like he had a Frankenstein face. <laughs> no, like a Frankenstein Down syndrome face, like Frankenstein with like like Down syndrome faces. Okay, oh. and um, she and he was like uh. He was my go-to guy. Like somehow, no, I swear to God. Wait, you were fucking the ugly guy? Yeah, well, not, no, only in blackouts. No, oh, but this is what was so God. crazy. And so I would sleep with him in a black. This is why I quit. And then I'd call him up. He was my friend. He was friend. He was, you know, I knew him really well. So I'd sleep with him every night when I was drunk because I never slept with strangers. I would like sleep with guy friends and I would sleep and then I would call him up the next day and I would be like I can't believe like I would complain to him and like I can't believe I had sex with you I, it's so terrible and then he'd talk me out of it and be like don't worry about it like I was like it was kind of like an insult like wouldn't you be insulted if the girl called you up that fucked you the night before and she was so guilty I was like I want to kill myself like I want to get hit by a cab like I'd feel so terrible and, about and that I slept with him and I would call him up and vent this to him and he'd be like don't worry about it and then the next night I'd sleep with him again oh I'd wait for you to come back Back. That's, <laughs> that's when I would get my revenge. <laughs> yeah, and then I'd fuck him again. Yeah, and then like, how you walking today? <laughs> and then I <laughs> Betty blackout. No, he was really into trains. Do you know there's like a there's people that are into trains. Huge, my account. No, but just trains. watching trains. No, watching trains on the computer just drive by honk honk like, and they just drive by. It's like some weirdo. I think it's like a weirdo brain thing. What about people who watch fish? No, these are trains. That's I know weirder. I get it, but like you sit and watch a fish go by in a fish tank. Yeah, maybe you're stoned. This guy was watching trains on his computer. Like, a, it's a weird thing. It's like an autistic thing or like an idiot savant. He was a brilliant genius. And uh, he was a musician. And some people liked him. I found him so physically repulsive and ugly. But for some reason, it was... Not when the booze was flowing, baby. No, I was literally in blackouts. And then I'd wake up and he'd be literally in my bed, like, cuddling with me. And I'd be and you're like, horrified. <laughs> Not, like, not again. Get, get your own pillow. Like, get the fuck out of my apartment. It's so disgusting. So I quit sex because I couldn't control myself. So, I, but I was able. I couldn't control the alcohol, so I would control the <laughs> sex, and I was able to stop having sex for a whole year oh. um, before I quit. And then I quit drinking, and then I was allowed to have sex. Then I could have sex again because I could like. You know, I wasn't sleeping with the ugly guys anymore. Well, that's good. Yeah, he never got laid again by me. He probably never got laid again. Period. No, he's married to an actually a really cute girl and stuff. I just found him so I his Frankenstein <laughs> face is gross. Is she a drinker? I don't know. But anyway, hopefully we'll hear back from Mary. 
and uh, she'll be doing better, but she won't. We'll probably never hear back from her. And that's okay because it was an interesting call. It she was. was. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I like when we have girls on. They are nice every once in a while. I think you found her boring. Be honest. Um, I no, I didn't find her boring. I think I had different expectations for her. Yeah. Because when I when I read the email, well, when you read the email to me, because uh-huh. I don't do anything. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a professional dominatrix, and she was going to tell a little bit more about that world, and then how she got out of it. You know. Uh-huh. Then I find out that uh, she's just a man hater. <laughs> Yeah, and she didn't even have sex with I, that whole. I'm so Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, why do people think that that was such a horny book? Like, what? Is, there's no sex going on. I don't read in these in these real people's lives. I, I don't read that book either. But in these real people's lives, they're not even having sex. So yeah, I like the call. It was interesting because I understand women like that. Let's see what happens to her. Okay, so uh, you know, next call. I think we're gonna have another girl. Um, calling. I had a double someone, bubble. I had someone email me, um, and this girl turned to prostitution, but not nice. willingly. No, not willingly. Oh, it's like no, my blackout not- drunk banging the down. Oh, that's guy. not nice. She no, she was like kidnapped and drugged. Oh, this I is feel horrible that, for even saying No, but that. we don't even know if it's a true story. But uh, she was supposedly drugged and um, kidnapped, and then forced into prostitution. Um, and uh, I think we're going to have her on the show. I'm excited to talk to her. It should be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We don't know if the we'll story We'll see where it goes. Up. We don't know. Exactly right. Till next time, next week. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.